In today's episode, we're speaking to Deborah Peters. Deborah is not just a top international business coach, but an idea. She helps business leaders scale, offering a specialized leading edge approach. She is known in the industry as the business accelerator, a global thought leader and a professional speaker. And in today's episode, we're speaking to Deborah about how to fine-tune the energy of money to increase your business. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame, and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today, once again, we have the amazing, we have the beautiful, we have the charming Deborah Peters. Welcome, Deborah. Thank you for having me. Deborah, thank you so much for being a guest again on Money Talkies. We had a fan, fantastic conversation on Fire Feature. And um, you were an amazing guest. And I, you know, I'm so I'm 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 so happy and thrilled that you're you're here again because today we are talking about how to fine-tune the energy of money to increase um, your, in, sorry, increase the income of your business. So before we start on today's topic, please tell everybody in your own words what it is that you do. I'm a business coach and a mindset expert. I help companies scale, usually small to mid-sized companies. We give them the tools to take it to the next level. And the real spin on it is blending in neuroscience, the mindset tools for the owners, for the leaders to be able to shift their energy and allow the business to lead them in the direction it wants to go so we can make them profitable, take them to the next level, develop and grow their team. It's all encompassing. Wow. So I can't wait to get started with today's topic. So let me be, before we actually go deep dive in, I want to ask you, when you say um, you can change the energy of money, now I know the answer because I'm a money person myself, but I want to hear your answer for this. What do you mean by that? How can you fine tune the energy of money? How can you work on the energy of money itself? We're really teaching people how to fine tune their own energy because that energy within is what either attracts or repels money, revenue, multiple revenue streams, Mm -hmm. and has a direct impact on literally what it takes to increase money, money flow. Perfect. I love the answer. And that's absolutely true because the way I see it, I, I talk about this, that the, you know, the energy of money doesn't change. It's neutral, it rains as it is, but we there is such a thing as high, low, uh, high, mid and low vibration money, but that vibration depends on you, what you're feeling. And so your energy, yeah. your vibration totally just dep- decides the vibration of money that you're attracting towards yourself. And that's very important to know. So now let's talk about how to fine tune the energy of money to increase your business. So how would you go about doing it? What are the steps? How do we start with this? You know, it's it's really about getting yourself clear on what your your blocks are. And mm. that comes from the best way to get clear is through meditation. 
-hmm. you know, when you quiet the mind and you disconnect from all the mind chatter, all the external influence, Mm -hmm. the, the news, the people around you, the market, like all of that to me just is so deep in struggle and limitation and a competitive mindset. You know, Mm -hmm. we were in our previous podcast, you mentioned the book by Wallace D. Waddles, The Science of Getting Rich. And that book was, and still is, you know, one of my main go-tos back in the very beginning when I was learning to heal my poverty consciousness and my Mm -hmm. scarcity awareness. So when we're in a competitive mindset, we feel like a victim, we feel out of control, we feel like there's all of these external forces that are determining how successful we can be, how much money we can create, how much money we hang on to, mm. and how much we have to stand on our head and, you know, dance on one toe <laughs> to make it come through the door. And mm. none of it's true. So to shift that paradigm, my go-to tool is meditation. Absolutely. Because Anybody can meditate anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Yeah. It's okay. free. Yeah. So your step, your first step would be to become aware of your blocks. How does one become aware of what their blocks are? You can look at your life, you know? It's like if you're wanting to be in a relationship and you're alone, I mean, you must, you've got something going on. Mm-hmm. If you want to be able to play and have experiences, but you don't have the money to do it, there's a block, right? Mm. So I I always say that, you know, you just look at whatever it is in your life that is the the thing that you're looking to have, but can't or seemingly or or perceptively can't have, mm. then that's showing you what your block is. Mm. And you can start there. Just like um like you reverse engineer it, right? Mm look at where you are and then back it out to what you're thinking, what you're mm. feeling, what you're focused on. Mm. And I love that because I think, I think people get too hung up on the idea of, you know, what could be my blocks and what could possibly happen and so forth. And they don't actually take heed of what's actually happening in their life. I mean, I, when I do this, we do these regular workshops. And when I ask them question to people, so how do you feel about money? Everybody who's read books like Think and Grow Rich and The Science of Getting Rich or any of the, you know, or You Were Born Rich by Bob Proctor, anybody who's read all these old or new age books would say, money means abundance, money means freedom, and money means X, Y, and Z. And I'm always very harsh at times and say, well, okay, if that was true, and if that you, if that's what you truly felt about money, then money should be in large quantities in your bank accounts. So now look at your bank accounts and tell me how much money you have. Because your bank accounts don't lie. If you are friends with money and if you have a good relationship with money, money would be in your bank account. If you are not, it would not be. It's as simple as that. There's no way around it. And depending on what level of relationship you have with money, that's the kind of money would be in your bank account as well. So it's very important to take um, inventory of where your life is currently, the true inventory, not the one you, not the false one, not the one you would like to believe, not the one that you are told you should have by, you know, some gurus and some other people and not to have false ideas about yourself either. I'm all about, you can, you can conquer Mount Everest. You can do whatever you want, but 
in order for you to get to that level, you have to be very clear of where you're starting out. It's one thing to start at bottom to Mount Everest. It's another thing to be in a different country altogether. You have to get to it. And this is such a, a such an important thing that a lot of people miss and they just start saying oh i love money money loves me i love money money loves me and that's just not true because you're saying that the results aren't there yeah right and also because your your subconscious mind is fooled it'll think well actually no dude i don't love money i hate money and there's a reason why i've got 10 reasons why i don't like money so i I love what you said take inventory of yourself take look at your life where it is at the moment so once you've figured out you know, where you're, where you're stuck and the fact that you really don't like money. <laughs> so, you know, you probably have some false ideas about money, such as money's a root of all evil and it doesn't grow on trees and, you know, you need money to make money and all kinds of other limited beliefs that people have. How can we clear that? How can we overcome that? How can we fine tune our energies? So money does come to us, you know, with ease and grace. Self-love. You know, I feel like that is the, and I I don't mean to be flippant, you know, but Mm. it's the, it's really the, um, it's really what needs to happen for each person right now, Mm. you know, with, let's just say with everything going on in the world, you can choose to be angry and feel like a victim, or you can choose to be empowered and a creator. So it really, really does come down to self-love. And I'm seeing that in my life and I'm seeing it in my clients' lives. The more I love myself and I'm gentle with myself and the more I give to myself, the easier and more fluid money comes. Mm. And, you know, I've, I've seen these huge jumps in my revenue and my company as a result of who I'm being. Mm. Right. So, you know, in life, we don't get what we deserve. We get who we are. And I think that's a profound statement to remember. It is. Yeah. It's so true. And, you know, it sounds philosophical, but if we just unpack it for a moment, Mm. who you are being is who does the doing So if you are being judgmental with yourself, if you're being critical, if you are being defensive, you know, defending your limitations Mm -hmm. while it's like this because of X, Y, Z, or somebody else did it to me or whatever, then you throw up an energy block and that energy block isn't just about money. It's about Mm. how your body functions. It's about how your brain fires. It's about your enthusiasm for life. It's about Mm. your inspiration for creating, which has a direct impact on your receiving. How well do you receive and, and how much do you allow? You know, it's just so it's all energy. It's, Mm. It's how you, you know, if you don't like money, you probably don't like yourself. So you've got some deep work to do on your relationship with you, which by the way, is the only relationship that really counts because everything else, (laughs) everything else is my relationship. Yeah, I agree. A mirror, right? Mm. Yeah. I think that's, that's quite interesting to note. And I love that you said that every relationship is directly impacted by your relationship with yourself and 
unfortunately, you know, we are our worst critics. We're mm-hmm. harshest with ourselves. We are abusive to ourselves. We, you know, we we kick ourselves when we're down. We every the, the worst kind of bully that I think that we have oh. ever come across it for me is myself. Yeah. And it, it's when I started, you know, recognizing that and when I catch myself doing that, that is when life turns around and really right. starts to turn around. And because if I'm speaking like that consciously out loud to myself, imagine the conversation that, that is being taking place without my conscious effort with behind the scenes underneath the, the surface. It must be 10 times worse. And the buildup of that programming yeah. is um, it's insane. And then we wonder why our lives don't work. Mm. You know, I'll give you an example of, of something. Cause I think, I think your listeners probably would like something tangible. So mm. um, one of our clients, he's the CEO of a large firm and I've known him for a very long time, probably 20 years. He's launched several companies and each time he does, you know, I work with him and his team um, and they, we just unwound a partnership that was toxic. Mm. So as we went through that process, the biggest hurdle for him was overcoming his own fear and doubt and Mm. negative self-talk that ensued from that fear and doubt. Mm. And so one day I actually said to him, you know, I think you really like to suffer. And it reminded me, you know, because all of my clients, as I'm sure it's, you find it too, you know, you attract these clients that mirror stuff in you that you've worked through. Right. Of course. And it reminded me of when I was, you know, a teen mom and I was creating chaos in my life to be Mm. the savior of my life. Right. Mm -hmm. I had to keep proving to myself that I could do it. And it stopped him in his tracks. And he was so almost offended. And he's like, well, of course I don't like suffering. And I said, well, then stop beating yourself up, Mm. you know, shift your self-talk about this, you can choose, and it's a choice. You can choose to relate differently to any experience. And when you asked me early on, when we started this podcast about like, how do you do it? Like, what's the tool? Hmm. The first thing is you make a choice. You have to want to have a better life. You have to Mm -hmm. want to be different. And until you're willing to stop defending your limitations and making excuses for why your life is the way it is and make a choice to actually step forward, the tools aren't going to present themselves. The, Mm -hmm. the, you know, it's like when you're walking on the stone path, you have to trust that the next paving stone is going to land on the ground before your foot does. Yeah. And that's a choice. Yeah. 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 And I think this is an important choice. It really, really is because you have to have faith as well. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. I think without faith, 
there is very little that you can achieve or accomplish in this life. I think this is something that I think you recognize and I too recognize. I have a really strong belief in divine source energy. And whatever name tab you decide to give to it, it's not my business. I don't care. But as long as you have faith in something that's bigger than you, beyond you, the universe, that's what gives you hope. And I think that's what keeps you going. And that's what allows opportunities to open up for you. Otherwise, without faith, without hope, it's very easy to fall into despair and go down, spiral downwards. And literally, um, as you spiral downwards, your vibration is low. And then chaos, there's there's nothing else but chaos. Chaos has to ensue. And this is what normally people find. You know, I learned as a child, I think this is where I got it because we were farmers. Mm -hmm. So we would plant all sorts of different crops, you know, Mm -hmm. and we had these huge gardens. And I learned as a child that you never doubt if you put wheat seed in the ground, Mm -hmm. you don't expect oats or barley. You expect a wheat crop when you are raising cattle and you're breeding cattle, you don't expect a horse to come out, you know, exactly. It's the, it's the fabric of the universe that the seed you plant is the harvest you get. And I would like all of humanity to learn that it's that simple. If the seed you plant is the harvest you reap. Isn't that wonderful? The funny thing is, Deborah, what you just said, I'm sure many people say, well, yeah, of course that makes sense. Of course that's what, that's the case. Right. You know, if you plant uh, the seeds for wheat, of course you're going to get wheat. You're not going to get oats. Yeah. Of course that's common sense, but it's not common sense when it comes through their own lives. Right. It's crazy. Uh, Common sense jumps out the window. Actually, by the way, I found that common sense is not very common. (laughs) Right. It's true. (laughs) So it's, this is the, this is where faith comes in. You know, we find that, you know, in all these things which are tangible, we can physically touch, we, we, it's easy to have faith, but it's more difficult to have the faith in something that's not visible to the, to the naked eye. And faith is one of those things. If you have put in hard work, if you put in gratitude, the energy of gratitude, and you, you put in the energy of, um, uh, uh, you know, of humility and, and joy and happiness into your work, but with faith, then whatever happens will be for your better good and will be for your highest good. And you will overall achieve magnificently, but you have to have faith. And this is that this is, I think this is the magic ingredient without faith and there is no hope. And without hope, you're going to spiral downwards. Exactly. So, you know, for all the listeners that are struggling with finding faith, and I know what that's like, because I've been Mm. through that process in my life where I had, no sense of hope and no sense of faith for a mm. good chunk of time. And I had to figure that out. Just remember the metaphor I gave you that for every farmer in the world, for every, every time you go to the store and you buy any produce, any food product, know that the farmer that created that when they planted the seed, they had faith that at the end of the day, it would produce the harvest that would turn into that food and you're eating that food. Mm. So inherent in that food is faith. Yeah. You know, it's like when you go to a restaurant and the chef is angry, <laughs> don't eat the food, you know, mm. because you're going to absorb that vibration, that yeah. energy. Yeah. And so there's faith everywhere. It exists everywhere. It's, it's in every newborn child that those parents 
you know, they know that when the baby is created, that the baby will be born. Mm. It's the nature of our cellular makeup. So just connect to those simple things. I love that. I love that. I think there's, there's such power in the words you just said in, and keeping things simple. If you believe you're on the right path, if you believe that you'll be given inspiration and, you know, you take action on that inspiration, as long as you're on the right path, then things will open up and may not, may not be the way you intended or the way you expected. And actually I find every time things work out unexpectedly, they work out much, much better. Better, always better than what we can imagine. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's a point to remember and not just in finances. I know we're talking about finances at the moment, but I find that in all areas of your life and I, and I have that every time, I mean, we all have our expectations, but there's always something that we want. And this has happened to me, you know, not so long about a couple of years ago. And I was really, uh, we're looking to move. And I had my heart set on this home. It was something that I loved. I fell in love with it. It spoke to me and so forth. And for one reason or another, there were delays in me acquiring the property. And finally, unfortunately, the the you know the the, the owner passed away, and it went into um, a conflict between the families because they went to probate and whatever else, and long be- a legal battle ensued afterwards. And basically, long story short, I lost the home. I was devastated. I was crying. I was, I literally got, I was really crying about it because I was just thought, you know, God, what have you done for me? You've, you've dangled this carrot in front of me and just taken away. It's so unfair. And I remember feeling all those emotions and think, okay, that's it. Forget it. I'm not bothering anymore. I'm not going to try and get a home. I'm going to stay, stay here where I am. Obviously I didn't, I, I'm not that kind of person. So, but I do allow myself to feel the emotions. I think that's important to not ignore your emotions, feel them, bring them to the surface and let them go. So obviously I was able to let go very, very quickly, but I allowed device any journey. Okay. You did not let that happen for me, even though I really, really wanted it. So if you didn't let it happen, you must have a better plan. Sure. And then lo and behold, within a couple of weeks, another property came to market, which I'd seen, but hadn't really considered because I was so in love with the other one. And yeah, I went ahead and long story short, we ended up getting it. Literally, it was the most smoothest thing possible within 10 yeah. days. The property was mine and we had it and we, moved, we were moving in. And now that I've been living in this a couple of, oh, well, a year and a half now, uh, we, when I've looked at, when I look back at what this property is, and obviously because do energy work, I know the energy of the land and the property and so forth. It shocks me that, you know, why was I so upset? Because this, this property is that it's literally fits me like a hand in a glove. It's just so perfect for me, my kids, the schooling, the location, everything is just absolutely perfect. Even the size, it's not too big. It's not too small. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, so it's shockingly perfect it. for me and, and that, that's and this is after me cry, crying because I know right <laughs> and, I know. and now when I look back at that property plus apart from the fact the legalities that that property would have had the loca- I love the property but the location was out in the woods which is not safe I don't think you know as well as you know being single with, with two young children whatever I think I would have had to invest a lot more in security in guards and other things I would have to do that and that still would, you know, I still would not be as safe as I feel in this home because this home is just so perfect for me in every way. And this highlights whenever things don't go the way you want, if you really, you know, intend, oh, I really want this, God, I really want this to work out. If it doesn't work out, then God has something 
absolutely out of the world thankfully in hindsight you'll recognize it because I definitely do and I think if I could go back to the old version of it I would say wake up girl (laughs) I know right yeah there's a country song um thank god for unanswered prayers and I'm like all the time Oh my God, I, get, I haven't heard that, but that would be so perfect and so apt for, for, for this yeah, conversation. Yeah. It is. When device energy doesn't let things happen for you, be grateful for it because he's just half the time made, made you dodge a bullet. <laughs> well, there's, you know, yeah, so true. Especially when, when you're in relationships. Yep. That's another conversation, right? <laughs> yeah. But um, especially in relationships. So in your business, that's a, it's absolutely applicable. Oftentimes I see clients that don't achieve, say, a financial goal because they're shooting too low. Yeah. Which is exactly what you just said. You know, the place you have, the home you have now is better. Mm-hmm. And so the one you were shooting for wasn't up to enough standard. And this is a common thing and happens when people have goals is they, they, they just, they ask too low. Hmm. And then when it doesn't come, they're like, why didn't I get that? Was well, because you weren't asking big enough. You hmm. have to ask big, big, yeah. big, big, the bigger you ask, the more you can have, the more you hmm. can receive. And it's in the creative side of how the universe functions because mm. the universe doesn't compete. No, you know, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, doesn't compete. It doesn't say, okay, you know, I'm judging you. So you can't have this at the end of the day. It's all about alignment. Yes. And when you get yourself into alignment with you, you become formidable. There is yeah. nothing that you cannot be, do, or have. And it's really quite that simple. I love that. I I completely agree. And sometimes, I think sometimes you're asking for the wrong thing too. I think this is also very, um, uh, because if you're coming from the wrong mindset, and this I think is more applicable to relationships, I think. If you're coming from the wrong mindset, if you're coming from the wrong energy, then sometimes the thing you're asking for it's not right for you and it's better for you to not have that. And it could be another parts as well. Like, you know, sometimes we want a particular job. We really want a particular job and it, we don't get it. Um, or we want a business to work out and it doesn't work out. But there's always something better for you if you hold on to faith. I mean, this is um, the point of the conversation that we need to hold on to faith and also allow us as, ourselves to receive whatever it is we, we know we are aiming for as yeah. well. Yeah. Okay, so, so this has been a really, really interesting conversation. Can we wrap this up by by asking you to give us, uh, you know, just give us a summary of how we can tune into the frequency of money, or fre- how we fine tune the frequency of um, uh, frequency of of money, so that we can increase our business. So first of all, business is not a struggle. It's something that we've been told is not true. Mm-hmm. Most businesses don't fail unless you walk into it with that belief system. Mm-hmm. The best way to increase your revenue is to get into alignment. It's not about how hard you work. In fact, the more you hard you work and struggle, the more you repel money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, take 15 minutes at the start of every day and meditate and get into alignment before you engage with 
phone calls, text messages, emails, you know, if it means getting up a half hour earlier before your house wakes up, you really must do it because it's the biggest business building tool that there is. Mm -hmm. And when you're in alignment with you, you're constantly raising your vibration. The more you raise your vibration, the easier it is for money to come through opportunities, people, deals, projects, whatever you've chosen your product, service, and offerings to be. Hmm. And have conversations with your business. Ask your business to show you where it would like to grow because it will guide you if you just quiet your mind and pay attention to what the signs are because they're everywhere. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being such an amazing guest once again on Money Talk is also. Deborah, tell us, how can we connect with you? How can we find you on the internet? My website is neimind.com. So neimind.com. And we've got some great courses coming up. If you're from different countries, you can grab my Mind Mastery Revenue Accelerator Masterclass. It's 12 different sessions. Each session is like a 90-minute program with a manual and a book, and it'll put you completely into alignment with revenue, mastering your thoughts and your emotions, and creating the life that you want to live. Fantastic. So if you're if you're listening to us on a podcast, remember the links that Deborah just mentioned will be in the show notes. And if you're watching us on the YouTube, then down below in the description section, we have Deborah's links again. Do check her out and do go and check out the, the offering she just mentioned. She's an amazing lady. You've, uh, you've heard from her and I am, I'm, I'm, I've become a fan. So I think she's amazing. I'll be checking out her website, but I think you should too. And go and see how she can help you to work on your mindset to build your businesses better. Well, thank you so much for being such an amazing guest with us, Deborah. It's been a pleasure having you here. Thank you and all the best. Many blessings. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to me and Deborah today on Money Talkies. I will be back with another amazing guest asking them and asking them to share their golden nuggets to tell you and I how you and I can build a better business so we can bring more abundance into our lives. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com and if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.